Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Get More Students podcast. I'm your co-host, Alex Asher, CEO of LearnCube. And I'm Herbert Gozer, founder of Herbert Gozer Digital. Now, we are going to be talking about testimonials in this particular episode. It is one of the most important visual assets you can create for your business and marketing your service, whether that be selling you know, online tutoring or selling online language course or whatever that may be in terms of your education product, testimonials are going to be an absolutely critical component. And you, you're very familiar with this as well, Herbert, uh, particularly with digital digital assets, right? Of course. Uh, so valuable. One of the most valuable assets that uh, uh, an organization uh, can, can have and used, of course, to build trust and social proof with uh, your target audience. So let's make sure that we've got our audience totally hooked on why, again, it is so important to not just have testimonials, but have a process of getting more of them. Mm. Why don't you talk me through some of those key ideas, Herbert? Right. Um, I mean, most people know how important testimonials are at uh, you know, driving your, your business forward. Um, but you know, the, the big question is, how do we get those? Um, is there a process of getting them? What should a testimonial look like? Uh, and you know, how do we manage that process so that we continue uh, getting testimonials from our students and our customers? So yeah, I think that we're going to go through those steps today and uh, hopefully give our listeners some uh, tips and strategies on how to make that uh, a bit easier. Excellent. So then uh, with that in mind, let's just kind of clarify what we mean by a testimonial. So, um, and we're going to be talking about different grades of testimonials, but in, in essence, it's really a customer's insight, like an insight into a customer's story or experience with your product or service. And in the, usually in their own words, or they've had a major part in contributing to that. Um, and there are different types of these testimonials. They could be in the form of a story, which I, I think is, is one of the ones that you like in particular, Herbert. Mm. But that could be done through an interview. Uh, we also, I, I've actually had a lot of success with LearnCube customers doing basically just talking to their phones is almost like a, a customer monologue of that yep. story. Um, so it didn't even, it doesn't require necessarily, you know, somebody on your team to kind of uh, facilitate that so mm -hmm. student stories customer monologues q a is i guess another one herbert are there any others that you're you're familiar with yeah i mean um most of the uh education brands that we work with uh you know leverage student stories um which is a great way or even just using screenshots of google yeah. reviews facebook reviews um but you could also use a case study so something maybe more um detailed more in depth um especially if you're looking at maybe higher priced programs yeah and my my understanding with the case studies is the difference between i guess what what kind of elevates it from like a testimonial to a case study is is usually the level of detail and yeah. usually kind of the outcomes that kind of were generated from that whereas a testimonial is more a sense of i had this experience and these are my words of my yeah. experience with this product or service so those are i guess some some to, to keep in mind in terms of the different formats now I think where to put these testimonials is an important piece because for me, it also indicates the value of 
the the testimonial where are the places that you can put these testimonials Herbert? right um obviously on your website you know front and center if you have amazing testimonials especially if they are video testimonials or uh, written testimonials with a, a photo of the student or your customers mm-hmm. then you, you you want them to get as much uh um uh, space as possible so putting them on on your website and not just in one place on your website you want to um, kind of spread them across all of those important pages the course pages the sales pages um, to boost and optimize uh, conversions of course your social media whether that be facebook linkedin instagram uh, posting uh, YouTube videos, if you're doing um, student stories um, or interviews, and of course on on the relevant uh, third party review sites that you might be on, whether that be uh, Google, uh, Google My Business, maybe it's TripAdvisor, maybe it's Trustpilot, or any of those other uh, relevant sites. So yeah, I'll, I'll sort of back that up, but I, I guess for for me, you always want to have a you know like a what do you call it, like a library of visual mm. assets and including testimonials and so those as you say you can put them on your on your website you can put them on your social channels they're great but you also need to have this stock of third-party review sites where you also host these testimonials because generally with these third-party websites it's really the customer or student that has to go about creating the account and providing the review and I think just for the fact that it's exactly for that fact that it's a difficult thing for somebody to do it really shows that that student or customer has been in charge of putting Mm. out that testimonial which is why people trust them more when they are on a third-party site so you kind of need to have a bit of a balance i would say of having some where you can use anywhere but definitely having some in these third-party because basically it makes the the reader or the viewer feel like this is a more verified trustworthy uh, testimonial experience. No, I agree. Uh, you know, it, it it wouldn't make sense if you have all your testimonials on your website and then if someone Googles your business, uh, you have zero Google reviews, um, yeah. you know. Uh, so you really want to make sure that, yeah, you are um, present on those main third-party review sites. Yeah. So uh, when you have these and, and you know where to put them, you've got this sort of nice balance. I, I quite like this concept of you having a, almost, there are different grades of testimonials. Um, <laughs> and, and so you put on the, the, the worst sort of grading, but is still useful is, is a star rating, right? Herbert, you probably sure. see them on those um, with, with no commentary, nothing, no, just yeah, nothing, just a three, four, stars. five stars on Google or on Facebook. Hey, it's better than nothing, right? Um, but you know, it doesn't really tell me about the the experience of the customer or the student. No. Um, but again, we'll we'll take it. <laughs> but we definitely want to encourage uh, better uh, grades of testimonials. Yeah, and, and so that what's the level up from a star rating? Then that would be a, a written testimonial with, with a star rating, or maybe just just a written, no star rating. Um, a few sentences of the student's experience um, and if they enjoyed the course or program. Yeah. That's probably the next stage. And I think, again, you've got different grades of like, you know, I've seen plenty of just one-liners, like, <laughs> but quite honestly, like if you're saying great experience, that's a low-grade a low grade testimonial. You really want to know why 
it was mm-hmm. a great experience and really get into the details the more details you provide naturally it provides more color it's more believable people take more stock of it and it's more useful to you and and you can always cut it up into those little bite-sized pieces if you wish yeah uh the next level up of course is with imagery right so there's Mm. one there's one thing in terms of i'll give you some of my words and you can Mm. post them somewhere but it's a whole different level when somebody also gives you their image to go with it and or their image even better in basically the activity of your service uh, an example for LearnCube might be you're actually, you know, you've got that that student in the virtual classroom, you know, looking happy and 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 there's something that kind of connotes your service that you're offering. Uh, but the gold standard, of course, is what your favorite <laughs> is video, video, yes. video, video, <laughs> which is, of course, the most difficult to attain and mm-hmm. to create. Um, it takes a bit of effort. Uh, as as well as on the students' part, um, they have to be willing uh, to get in front of a camera and uh, you know give give them uh, you give you their video testimonial. Yeah, uh, and again, the reason people trust video more is they also kind of put themselves in the in that position of like, well, this person has had to go in mm. front of a camera, find a place, find the time, yes. even though it only takes a couple of minutes. Be, be okay with that video being online. You know, it, it, it shows a level of like commitment to mm. whatever services that they're actually recommending. So that's why it's the gold standard. Also, it provides the most flexibility. You can cut it up in different ways. You can take even screenshots from that, that same video. There's, you can take the words, of course, that were spoken and put that into a written format. Like all of that can be used, which is why video is the gold standard when it comes to uh, to providing this definitely so uh we've now gone through that it's uh it's time to talk about how to go about uh doing this herbert so how do we go about orchestrating these testimonials right i guess uh the first question is when do you ask for a testimonial so timing is 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 very important uh you probably don't want to do it a month after the student finishes the course. You also don't want to do it two weeks before they finish the course. Um, You you want to do it very timely. So, you know, for example, for B2C, for for students, uh, get them when they are hottest. Um, That might be in the last lesson uh, of their course. Uh, It also might be at the start of their course. Like I've also, I, I, I often think that, your best time is usually in that kind of sweet spot where they've got to know and trust you just enough mm-hmm. um, to be, for you to be able to be in a position to ask, like they've got something that they can talk of the experience. And it's usually because with the onboarding experience, that's something you have a lot of control over. The mm-hmm. more time you give somebody, the more things that can come up, like <laughs> they could get busy, they could get distracted, yeah. but the first couple of weeks, that's yeah. really under your control. They're the most motivated as mm-hmm. well the honeymoon phase mm-hmm. um, actually i know a lot of schools that do like a, a first feedback they like to, to call it after yeah. the third lesson you know yeah. the second or third lesson to see how things are going and of course to catch anything um if that could that can be improved yeah. um so yeah uh i totally agree with that Get, getting them while they're still uh 
hot <laughs> and um but but also of course at the at the at the end of the course is usually when a lot of um schools try and get get feedback and testimonials from students and so that might mean getting the teachers involved as well and making awesome. sure that the testimonials the feedback gets um you know uh, collected in that last lesson otherwise you know as soon as they leave the school then you know it's much more work uh and effort to to get the testimonial from the customer yeah, I I'm, I really think you need to have it done while they're in the active use of mm. the of the product. As soon as they've gone, yeah, there's no leverage. Uh, I think it's really that that's the worst timing. Is you've had this experience. Thanks so much. By the way, would you like to do a testimonial? I've got no skin in the game. Whereas if it's in the last week or two of my experience. Yeah, oh my my teacher might be a bit nicer to me this you know the the education company might be a bit nicer to me i don't know there's mm. something about you know, you're still kind of committed yeah uh in the experience it's also the time where the teacher is also most committed to the the the, the student they've got the closest relationship they've built all of this trust over that period exactly uh, and this this is totally relevant to in person as it is to online uh, even marketplaces, but you're going to have to get in, uh, the tutors or teachers really involved in this process if they're the main experience that the uh, the, the student is is taking. So, for example, uh, if you're doing self study and that kind of thing, that's a different <laughs> kettle of fish. But if you're doing anything that involves the teacher or the tutor as the main kind of component, yeah, they're going to have to be very involved. Um, and I think you need to incentivize those teachers and tutors to get involved, uh, both by making it easy for them. And mm. you may also want to reward them for, for that. It kind of makes sense as well. You're, you're rewarding them for an asset you can use. That's just like transactional. That's great. But then you're also rewarding them for the fact that, well, they've obviously done a good enough job to have the student feel like they've had this great experience. Why wouldn't you reward them mm. for that experience as well? So I think it's a it's it's definitely something in terms of how to orchestrate a testimony. You need to have incentive structures to do that. Yeah, and it's definitely a win-win because you're you're building yeah. your content library <laughs> of, of testimonials, and you can never have too many testimonials. <laughs> no, no. So um, one of the things that you were talking about as well is having a real process about that. So uh, we've already talked about timing. We actually have already kind of identified two major windows where it would be make the most sense mm-hmm. to ask for a testimonial at the end of a you know, of the, their course if they're doing a course uh, or as I say at the end of their onboarding you know in, in the first two or three weeks when they've built mm-hmm. already a good rapport and they, they're kind of at their like I've already tried this experience I can talk enough about how great it is uh, but both of those you can you can automate these things can't you Herbert? Absolutely. I mean, it can be as simple as uh, automating an uh, email notification Mm -hmm. a couple of times to students uh, that gets triggered after the second lesson, the third lesson, after their last lesson. Um, It could be that the the teachers actually uh, instigate that uh, and hand out maybe paper feedback forms after the third lesson or during the lesson. Um, So then, you know, it has to be filled out and it will get collected. Um, So there are many ways of doing that, but you definitely want some sort of uh, fixed process or automation um, to make your life a little easier. And and you probably should have some metrics and some, uh, some goals, right? Like a testimonial a month or some other kind of goal that helps you stay 
true to that building up of like new and, and, and constantly refreshing your stockpile of testimonials. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, um, so, so we're going to move next into what to say, because I think this is another area that really stumps uh, people that are wanting testimonials. What do I ask and how can I make sure this is a good one? Do you have any thoughts on this, Herbert? Sure. Uh, I mean, especially if you are looking to get more video testimonials, whether that be in the form of a student story or an interview, a Q&A, then obviously you're going to have to have some sort of format and some um, questions uh, for them since you're instigating that uh, and, and asking them, um, you know, what was the, the problem before, before they enrolled in your, in your services? Um, why? What is their motivation for learning X, Y, Z? Uh, how did you find us? Mm-hmm. Um, how, what was your experience like during the course? And yeah. uh, what did you love about it? Yeah. Um, so you know, those are all very, very simple questions that can really lead on a, mm-hmm. uh, an interview, a story. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I can give you an example of uh, a language school that very successfully does this. Um, two examples. One does uh, uh, student stories. Um, yeah. So they call it student of the week. Mm-hmm. And so they feature um, a student from the school every single week on their social media. Uh, and it's a story about yeah. where the student's from. Uh, why they came to, for example, Barcelona to learn um, Spanish and what their experience has been like. Uh, And of course, it's very visual with a a photo of the student usually doing something fun in Barcelona. And that works extremely well. And because this has been going on for so long and and it's it's become a thing, you know, oh, students want to become the student of the week. And that they are more involved in creating content and testimonials and stories for you. Um, And the second uh, example is uh, student interviews. So regularly uh, getting students um, during their course and and doing an interview, just like a a Zoom call uh, and asking them all these questions about what their goals are and and why why they're learning, you know, what what has their experience been? And I know that um, this this school posts those stories on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And again, building social proof, uh, online presence and and trust with your target audience. Excellent. Um, One of the things that I also think is quite useful about this kind of format, what you were kind of talking about is, and and I'll kind of repeat it maybe with an example with LearnCube as well, simply because Mm. I think the format is really helpful because you can give it to a student to do by themselves as a monologue. And I think, you know, you actually gave me the idea as well, Herbert, where they use their mobile phone to just record themselves. They don't need anyone else. There's no fancy equipment and it feels very authentic. But by using this format, it provides real contrast between like what the problem was at the beginning to what the solution was. And so I've even followed, um, you know, you can find these on other review sites, but uh, if it's, if you're selling B2B, for example, and, and it could be, you, you can translate this into a B2C context, but, but what is the, the business problem that you're trying to solve with mm-hmm. the, the solution? So in our case, you know, I even kind of, when I knew that this customer was ready to take, uh, to do a testimonial, I even prompted them with the words that they use because you actually do want to verify that this person is going to give you a five-star review and say the things that you want them to. <laughs> sure. So you might want to give them like, hey, you told me that you know, you were using different systems. You were using Zoom and it was great product for you know, webinars, or whatever, but actually you were looking for a professional virtual classroom or like an all-in-one solution. And then the next part is, you know, 
what um why did you choose you know LearnCube or what did you like best about LearnCube in this case and you know again you prompt them with the words that they've already told you because they've often mm. you know often they've had like oh my god I've had such a great experience you know I really was using all of the tools and it really felt a, a new experience you know the student was stoked I was able to send them the class review after everything was really professional everything was seamless and so you use their words back at them so that they've got not a script but bullet points of what they said to you. Um, I also don't think it's a bad thing to even say, you know, what were the things that you think we could improve on? Because then again, hmm. often they've told you something and, and as long as it's not too detrimental to your business, it can actually <laughs> add a lot more trust factor that they're like, you know, one of the things that, you know, LearnQ, for example, could work on is, you know, or, or you know, we, we were considering other low cost, you know, generic options. And then we chose LearnQ because we wanted X, Y, and Z. Hmm. Uh, and then also finishing on, you know, would you recommend, uh, you know, in, in this case, LearnQ, but your service. And that yes. is your way that, that those four questions can work for anybody. Mm. And uh, I, I think it's a really powerful way to get contrast, show what the experience is, uh, make sure that they give a call to action, you know, mm. at the end as well. And I would really say that you want to verify the ones that you're getting on video. You want the more dynamic, energetic people doing those videos. So I think that's that's us for today, Herbert. Is there anything else around testimonials that you wanted to cover? Sure. Um, I think reputation management is also maybe the the, the last point um, yep. to cover. And so making sure that you're monitoring your reviews mm-hmm. on all of the platforms that you're using, especially Google, Google My Business yep. and, and Facebook, uh, and responding um, to yep. both positive and especially negative uh reviews you can turn a negative review into a glowing uh ambassador if you respond in a timely way um and you know in in the correct manner manner and trying to solve that problem for the student um you know you don't want to go into a deep discussion on that on that Mm -hmm. platform you know if there's something that needs to be um looked in further i would take it off the platform and and you know email directly or private message them, but uh, showing that you are, um, it shows that uh, you take reviews seriously and that you are always looking to improve your services. Yep, totally agree. Uh, So Herbert, we have gone through what's a testimonial. We've talked about why they're so important, how it gives you this amazing library of assets to be able to use Mm. in everything in your marketing and sales funnels. We've talked about the different types. We've talked about the different grades of testimonials that you want. We've given you ideas on how to structure those, some easy formatting, how you can um, really make those testimonials pop on your website or on those review sites. We've also told you about how you can keep these maintained and keep these up to date. And hopefully we've also given you some inspiration of how you can get more students today. So Herbert, where can people find you if they're interested in learning more how you use testimonials with your Facebook advertising? Of course, um, they can find out more about our digital ads agency for education brands at herbertgerzer.com. Excellent. Now, you can also learn more about LearnCube at learncube.com. We provide a virtual classroom and all-in-one solution for language and tutoring businesses. But likewise, Herbert and I also have our Get More Students community. You can join for free. It's at www.getmorestudents.org. Very simple. Sign up for free. And we really hope you uh, do well and all the best with your testimonials. Thanks again. Catch you in the next one.